Well, Razorback fans, we got to ask the question. I know you've been thinking about it, so let's do it. What if Arkansas beats Florida this weekend? You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. You go to Game Time app and download it and create an account and use promo code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday as we finally have made it to the weekend. And I know people are super excited about Arkansas and Florida. We talked a little bit about it yesterday with the crossover with me and Brandon Olson of the Locked On Gators podcast. But I, with all the other stuff that was going on this week, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get back to doing the big what if question. Because let's be honest, it is a question. It's a question that I know you have asked. You've probably talked to all your buddies about. You've probably gone to the local bar and, and, and talked about it there too. What if Arkansas actually beats Florida this weekend? If you look at the lines, it continues to go down. Like, like Florida's only four and a half point favorites right now, which if you looked at it when it first opened, I believe seven and a half points was what Florida was at. Um, Arkansas has, is looking like Rocket Sanders is going to be back for this game, which is huge. And there is a lot of questions surrounding about what the offense is actually going to look like with Kenny Guyton being the offensive coordinator. Now, it is really tough for me to pick Arkansas to win this game. I'm going to be honest because we haven't seen what this offense is going to look like. It could be, for all we know, same exact thing or at least having the same exact results. So to be able to say exactly what this offense is going to be and that's why we think Arkansas is going to beat Florida, I think is a little premature at this point. Not to say it can't change because it can, absolutely can change. But right now it's like, how do you... How do you say that with confidence? But we're not going to do that on today's podcast. We're going to do it about what if. What if Arkansas wins this game against Florida? Well, let's talk about what that would look like. If Arkansas was going to beat Florida this weekend, I guess tomorrow, technically, what it's going to look like is that Arkansas's offense is going to get better. And when I mean better, I'm not talking about, oh, you know, they, they get a couple of big plays here and there, maybe some turnovers that lead to some points and, um, you know, they, they get by and they win this game by a final score of 17 to 13. I, I don't believe that's how Arkansas wins this game. I think if Arkansas is going to win this game, if you told me that Arkansas was going to win this game tomorrow, my reaction would be the offense must have got going. The offense must have gone down there to Florida, got it going with Rocket Sanders back in the lineup, and started making some good plays, making some good decisions, having some sustainable drives, moving at a faster pace, uh, hitting the guys that they know they can and, and some big plays, whether it's Isaac Tesla or Andrew Armstrong, uh, maybe getting KJ involved a little bit more and him making decisions and making plays, him being himself again, being in that rhythm. And I think Arkansas would be able to turn it around. And if they did, I'd also believe that the, the, the money number, and I think we talked about this yesterday on the podcast, the money number would be scoring 30 points. I believe if Arkansas scores 30 points in this game, they win. They win. Florida's offense is not great. Um, they 
are in a situation where their offensive line has had their struggles for sure. And they are one of the teams that can't really get to the quarterback very effectively, but they do let other teams get to their quarterback pretty effectively. So there could be something to where Landon Jackson may be in a position to where he could really eat in this game. So I think the defense is going to do their job against Florida, similar to what they've done all season long, essentially. But because of the rejuvenation of Kenny Guyton being the guy and the changing of the offense and mixing it up a little bit to where suddenly it becomes a really big threat moving forward, I think that that's how Arkansas ends up taking care of business in this game. I think you get a great performance out of KJ, who looks himself again. And I think that you start to see an offense that actually is well put together, or at least has a good game plan. Florida, and this is not like this is not nothing against Florida. Like I think Florida is a fine team, but I also know that it's a difficult thing to go down to the swamp and win. And even when Florida's sitting at five and three, they've won three SEC games. A lot of those in Gatorland still aren't very satisfied, still aren't very happy, still don't feel good about their team. But could this just just could this be a situation where you saw with Auburn before when they fired their coach and what we've seen in other circumstances when coaches got fired, that the new energy just brought a whole new excitement level, a whole new fun, engaging, awesome deal like all of that. I believe this can be the case. I believe that it can happen. And here's what I'll do if one step further if Arkansas was able to beat Florida. If Arkansas wins this game, folks, I think they go undefeated the rest of the way. I think that they win out. Now, some of you are rolling your eyes into the back of your head. I get it. But this is a what-if game we're playing. This is a what-if podcast we're doing. What if Arkansas wins this game? Well, I believe they win out. Because if you're good enough to beat Florida on the road... You're going to get that confidence and that swagger back in you to where suddenly you're like, okay, now we got it. Now we figured it out. Now we got that monkey off our back. Now we took care of business. Now we got a nice win on the road against a decent opponent in the SEC. So let's ride this. Let's keep this going. A, a new energy is going to be about Because there's already a new energy now. But if the new energy results in a new win, the energy is just going to get put up to an 11. Like it's going to be a whole new deal. And then suddenly you have Auburn at home, which I'm not going to sit here and say Auburn's an easy win. Not going to say that. But Auburn's offense is pretty terrible, and it's at home. And you have not beaten Auburn at home since 2015. So it'd be nice to end that losing streak. But I believe that you are able and be able to be good enough against Florida. Suddenly the bowl game is in play. So you come back home and you're like, all right, that stinker, that thing, that egg we laid with the Mississippi State game in front of our fans, we're not going to allow it to happen. We're going we're gonna to make up for it right here. Let's go out and let's beat the brakes off these Auburn Tigers because they don't have a good offense. They're not a good, very good football team. They don't have a good quarterback play. And Arkansas can go out there and beat them if they beat Florida. And FIU, I think that they would win that game anyways because FIU is one of the worst teams in the country. And then you have Missouri coming to town. Which I know, again, people are very sold on Missouri, and that's fine. Uh, they're sitting at 7-1. and one, Good for them. But they got a gauntlet in front of them. They got Georgia this weekend, then Tennessee, then Florida, and then Arkansas. They're going to lose to Georgia. I think they lose to Tennessee, and they could even lose to Florida. Like, if Arkansas beats Florida, who knows? Like, they may even fire Billy Napier, I, I, for all I know. But I'm just saying, like, it could be possible. 
So they could be riding a three-game losing streak going into the Arkansas game. And suddenly they're sitting at seven and four, really being down in the dumps. And then Arkansas suddenly has something on the line, similar to what Missouri had on the line last year, going to a bowl game. And if Arkansas was able to beat Florida and then beat Auburn and beat FIU, then they will win against Missouri because they will know what's at stake. They will know that last year really pissed them off and losing that game to that team. And everybody hates Eli Drinkwitz anyways. But I promise you this, if Arkansas was to win out and they were to go 6-6 six and six, and they were to go to a bowl game and whatnot, but if they were going to beat Missouri to get to that point, I promise you that Sam Pittman is not going to light up a cigar in celebration at the end. I promise you he won't do that. He'll be thankful. He'll be feeling good and he'll be, you know, doing well and they'll be excited about going to the bowl game. And but he, I think he also will say, hey, this this season wasn't as what we wanted it to be, but we'll take it. And that's usually what uh, you know, quality class people do. But the point is, is I think this all can happen if they beat Florida. Now, I'm not gonna pick them to beat Florida. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not picking them to beat Florida. I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope I, I'm hope I'm completely wrong about it. And if they do, then let's ride. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Let's see how you finish. No one's going to be happy and popping champagne bottles if they went out. But it is going to show that this team still has a lot of fight left in them. So what if Arkansas beats Florida? I think Arkansas wins out. And they go to a bowl game. And I just really, I mean, I'll take any bowl game at this point in time. But I just really hope it's not Memphis. Like, give me like the, the Texas Bowl or something, you know? Or uh, what's the other bowls that they send you to when you go six and six? I don't want to go to Birmingham. I you know what I'm not going to get to that point. Like let's let's cross that bridge when we get there. There's no point in driving it out right now. Uh, but folks, I got to tell you though that with the the Florida game coming up, and if Arkansas wins, you're probably going to be like, oh man, now I need to go to that Arkansas Auburn game. It's a three o'clock game. It's going to be a great time to tailgate. Well, if you're going to need tickets, make sure you do it with Game Time. They have the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. I mean, they got it all, like anything, anything, not just sporting events, but concerts or festivals or uh, any types of shows that you're doing. Game time has it all. And the best thing about it is that with game time, you can see exactly where your seats will be. They give you a view to where your seats are, what you're going to be looking at, what it's going to be looking like. And so that way, you know what you're getting when you buy those tickets. They have different deals going on, flash deals happening, and even last second deals. So if it's like a last minute sale and you're trying to get on the, onto the show or onto the game and. It's the last second. Well, they're going to have some flash deals for you. And they don't have any of those hidden fees either. The price you see is the price you pay. So download that Game Time app right now. I promise you won't be disappointed. Create an account and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, I will, I, you know, and basketball hasn't really had anything changing. I talked about the Halloween party a couple of days ago. Uh, nothing's really developed into that um, other than the fact that it looks like Jalen Graham might be ready to go by the time the season starts. 
Uh, I saw him kind of getting a little bit in practice, so maybe that's a good sign. Maybe he'll be ready, so that's a good thing. I mean, you're going to have as many healthy people as you can, and that's always a good deal. But uh, nothing too crazy as far as changing or updates or anything like that. However, I did like notice by looking at it from today and even the past couple days and looking at some different podcasts and some different coverage and whatnot uh, about college basketball in general. And one of the ones, the podcast that I actually enjoy and kind of get a kick out of is the Field of 68. It's a good podcast for college basketball. Uh, I think it's got Jeff Goodman on there. It's got Fanta on there. It's got a few guys that you probably recognize and probably know. And I started seeing some clips that were floating around on YouTube and also on Twitter about some of their picks and some of the things that they're thinking about, like, um, you know, who they think is going to be in the final four and, and whatnot. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it, but I started seeing some people involved having Arkansas being in the final four. Not only that, but I also saw some people saying Arkansas is going to win the league, win the SEC this year. And then I see uh, Trilly Donovan, which is a college basketball account, which sounds funny, but if you go on there, like that guy just knows. He, he's in the know. He's, he's got breaking news, and he breaks it first. I don't know who it is, nor do I care, but it's pretty well known in college basketball. And he has Arkansas being one of his picks into the Final Four. Now, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Predictions are predictions. You know, like how, we're all wrong about predictions more often than not. But the more I continue to see some of the love that Arkansas is getting, the more I'm like, man, this is even next level compared to what it was a year ago. Because a year ago, a lot of us were feeling this way, right? Because you had three McDonald's All-Americans, you had Trevin Brazil, you had a Ricky Council. It seemed like you had a lot of depth. But, you know, we didn't know what happened last year. And we know, like, looking back on it, it's like, man, you know, the, the Nick Smith deal and then losing Tre Trevin Brazil – and then the the issues with the having six freshmen on the team seemed to be uh, pretty difficult at times. Like just things like that, which you know happens, and it's it's all good because you still at least made it to the Sweet Sixteen with that team. Still talented, still loved them, still everything. But the differences with this year is that, and why I think people are really starting to buy into the Razorback basketball team as being a high level contender, is because of the fact that not only do they have highly talented guys like a Trevin Brazil, you know, but they also throw into the mix of an experienced guy like Devo Davis, who's been with the program forever. And they have established college basketball players on this team, not guys that are true freshmen, not guys that you don't know how they're going to be or how they're going to pan out. Not guys that don't know really how to handle being in intense road atmospheres, not guys that don't really know how to take coaching, not guys that are just like, Oh man, I'm here for my one year and I'm out which I'm not saying anybody was that way last year. I'm just saying you have nothing but established, high-level college basketball players. Tremont Mark is a high-level college basketball player, and he's proven it already. Not at Arkansas, but at Houston. High-level. Caleb Battle, high-level at Temple. Jeremiah Davenport, high-level at Cincinnati. L. Ellis, high-level at Louisville. These are guys that have proven themselves at high-level college basketball already that they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. They know just that they can roll with it, man. And I think that that's probably the reason why Arkansas is getting a lot more love this year, even why people are feeling more confident about this year's Arkansas team than even last year, is it's not about the potential. It's not about, well, they got the ceiling for this. It's like, no, no, no. They have the guys. They got the dudes. They just got to keep them healthy. Like, if you told me that Arkansas was going to win the SEC this year, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I still think Tennessee's the favorite, and rightfully so. I have no problem with Tennessee getting picked. They're a really good team, return a lot of players. But when it comes to the the skill sets and the and the scariness, I think Arkansas might be the scariest team. Maybe that's the way to put it, the scariest team in the SEC. Because when you add in the element of these guys already being established and the great elite coaching of Eric Musselman, which I don't care what anybody says, Eric Musselman's the best coach in the SEC. I mean, the, the guy the guy proves it. He's proved it in the NCAA tournament. All right? He hasn't won the SEC regular season. Of course not. He hasn't won the SEC tournament. Of course not. Like he hasn't had that. But you know what? I don't care. Because we all know what matters the most is what you do in March. And the fact that Eric Musselman has a brand new team, it seems like, every single year, and yet the result continues to be wins in the NCAA tournament when the other coaches are just, you know, trying to figure out, oh, well, they won the SEC. Well, they lost in the second round. Like, who cares? Eric Musselman's the best coach in the SEC. I believe he's got the most, I won't even call the t- most talented because that can be misconstrued. I'm not talking about the like high-level NBA talent, but I am saying as far as deep, established college basketball experience, they, I think he's got it the best. I think he's got offense. I think he's got defense. I think he's got depth. I think he's got it all. You know, there's not that state's perfect because, I mean, I still think that the rebounding may come into effect. Like, they need to be a better rebounding team. Uh, I still believe that we need to see more about the offense, but... The point is, is like you got plenty, you got plenty of it going on and you got a really good reason to believe that this is going to be a great year, hands down. So I love that the love Arkansas is getting is at a national level and I love that we're all believing it, but everyone's like, oh man, we need to temper the expectations. We don't need to freak out too much. Okay. You can do that. But the expectation's been laid. Eric Musselman embraces it. The team embraces it. They want to be great. Their expectation is not just to, oh, man, gee, I hope we get into the tournament. The expectation is to do something in it. The expectation is to go to the Final Four, to go win a national championship, all right? If that's their expectation, if that's the coach's expectation and the team's expectation, that needs to be your expectation. That needs to be my expectation, and there's nothing wrong with that. We can be disappointed if they lose in the first or second round this year. That'll be a disappointing, that'll be a disappointing year. It'll be a disappointing year if this team finishes – outside of the you know five or six seed in the sec and then don't make the tournament like, i mean all those things but it's about what you do in march getting there just get there just get there and then see what happens i always like arkansas chances in that regard uh we're gonna talk about and run the sec and football and see what the state of it is here in just a second but folks i gotta tell you with uh basketball season being here Prize picks is the place you need to go when it comes to winning some money and having some fun. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball in the specials league. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or different leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions. There you go. You can do less or more when it comes to those prize picks. Uh, They even offer a reboot policy. So if your entries stay in play even when one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an actual insurance policy. You get quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous section of players and also stat types, and that's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. So you got to check them out today. Go to prizepicks.com slash college. And use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, it's prizepicks.com slash LOCKEDONCOLLEGE using promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. 
Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, looking at a few of the scores, or at least what we're going to be looking at this weekend in the SEC uh, when it comes to uh, these games. Man, I it's it's a still weird year in the SEC. I don't know what to make of some of these games, but it's, there are going to be some interesting ones happening this weekend for sure. And uh, we already talked about Arkansas and Florida, but like even Texas A&M, Ole Miss, like this game's at Ole Miss, but Ole Miss is only favored by three points. And I, like Texas A&M is not a bad team. They're not a good team, but they're not a bad team. Like I could totally see A&M going into Oxford and winning. Not saying they will, but I could totally see it happening. Because Jimbo Fisher is fighting for his job right now. And like Ole Miss has A&M this weekend, and then they go to Georgia the next weekend. Like here's the thing: if A&M, or if Ole Miss beats A&M, like they're going to go ten and two this year again, which is wild. But I don't know. AM, I think defensively they could do some things. I think they could get after Jackson Dart. I think they can make that happen. You know, it's like, it's just, I, I don't know. That's just a weird, again, weird games. And then you got Tennessee and UConn. Like, okay. UConn's one and seven in Tennessee plays, and they're a 36 point favorite. Oh, jeez. South Carolina plays Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State's actually seven and two, though. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Rich Rodriguez is the coach at Jacksonville State. Isn't that the case? Pretty sure it is. So, like, those games are kind of whatever. Then at 230, you have Georgia-Missouri, and this game's in Georgia. Georgia's favored by 15.5 points. I think they win easily by that. Like, again, Missouri's, I still believe, is fool's gold. And if tell they get, like, a high-quality win, I'm not going to buy them. Like, when your best win is Kentucky, I need to see more out of you before I start believing in Missouri. And their final stretch is pretty much of a gauntlet. Auburn and Vanderbilt, Blah. gross. That game, man, that can end up being very low scoring. Like maybe they could finish seven to three, so that way we could at least have something else to talk about instead of always being about Arkansas and that Mississippi State game. Speaking of Mississippi State and Kentucky play, this game's in Starkville. I think Kentucky wins that game. I don't think Arnett's the guy, man. Like I feel bad for him because it was an impossible situation he had to take over, but I just don't think he's the guy. And then, of course, the finale, Alabama and LSU, 645, CBS. This game's in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's favored by three points. And LSU's offense is the best in the SEC, and Alabama's defense is one of the best in the SEC. It's in Tuscaloosa, as we talked about. And, you know, I think Alabama wins this. I think that they're going to be mad because I think LSU last year, I'm saying they got lucky, but, like, that was a crazy game, and, they, you know, going for that two-point conversion to win it was ballsy. And they got the dub, but I think Alabama, I mean, both teams had bye weeks, but I think Alabama's defense is going to be rocking. I think LSU's defense has been lackluster. And as long as, if, you know, it may be a low scoring game, because but I just think Alabama is going to take care of business in this one. I think they're going to be mad and they're going to be motivated against LSU from that last year that they had. So I think they win. I think it'll be a great game, though. At least I'm hoping it's a great game. Everybody hypes that one up to be like the, the, the big, big dog or whatever, but still, hmm. I'm trying to think of like how many times that I don't think LSU's beaten Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Actually, no, I think in 2019 they did. That was the year with Joe Burrow. I think that was in Tuscaloosa. But it hasn't happened too often. 
I mean, nobody really beats Alabama and Tuscaloosa very often. But, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go with Alabama in that one. So should be a great weekend, though. Hopefully Arkansas is one of the exciting ones. Hopefully we talk about on Monday how they won their first SEC game. Be nice just for a change of pace. Instead of talking about, you know, all right, it's pretty terrible. Let's hope that's not the case. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then.